guys, and happy Friday. Hope everyone is doing fantastic today. It is almost the weekend. I know some of you guys celebrate that day. I love it just because I get to hang out with family. It's not that I'm like trying to get out of work or anything, but anyway, love Fridays. So much fun. Thanks for being here every single Friday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific, and enjoying Facebook Friday with me. I'm your host, Eric Hammond. Thanks for being here. We are going to be covering the tactics of using Pinterest in your business as a marketing tool. I know most of you don't consider Pinterest as a marketing tool, but man, we've got some clever ideas for you today. So without further ado, let's go get into the show. This is the Eric Hammond Show. Thanks for joining along each week as we uncover tips and strategies to help you grow your business through social media efforts like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and many other platforms. All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks again for being here every single Friday morning. This is one of our shows. We do a bunch of these kind of things around here. A lot of content that's coming out of this channel lately. So if you haven't checked out some of our other channels, check out our Air Camera page, check out the Orange Stack page, check out our YouTube channel, check out our new podcast series, all sorts of cool stuff coming your way. So guys, I appreciate you being here every single week and learning how to grow your business, learning how to develop new tools, really just get your message out there and engage with the clients that are looking for your service. And that's what we teach around here is how to attract the clients that you're looking for. The dream clients that everybody wants. They're going to come knocking on your door if you follow the things that we teach around here and the principles and the tactics that we show you guys how to do. So Pinterest. Pinterest is a fun topic. I started using Pinterest because I was like, man, we need to get some new recipes around here for dinner. And let me start looking up like chicken crock pot recipes and barbecue ideas. And, and it was all about food, right? And like, I remember just scrolling through like salivating with hunger because like the food pictures on there are so amazing. And that's probably how a lot of you guys got started on Pinterest. It's probably either food or clothing or some type of a home renovation idea, right? Right now we're in the process of renovating our home and we're getting tile ideas and light fixture ideas and bathroom ideas and kitchen ideas and all these kind of things. And it's a great place because you can stay organized. You see all these things. Like once you start kind of going down the rabbit hole of an idea, Pinterest just knows what you're looking for, right? We're doing uh, these cool wood cabinets in our kitchen that have the grain running this way versus this way. And I'm trying to like find more cabinets that way. And as soon as I click on a cabinet that looks like what I'm looking for, Pinterest will show me like 10,000 more cabinets that look just like that. So pretty cool software. I think the algorithms are great because they, they really understand what it is that you're looking for. Every once in a while, they'll throw in a wild card there just to kind of see if you're interested in something else. Uh, I know for me, like when I go deep into house ideas, every once in a while, I'll throw back one of those chicken recipes just to see if I still want to look up making something for dinner. So anyway, that's the fun part of how Pinterest works. I think that the marketing tactics on there, though, are unbelievable. And that's what we're going to get into today. So we titled this show, Why Pinterest and Facebook Are Important for Your Business. And there's, uh, well, I guess it's Pinterest and Facebook is magic. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one here. They are magic. And here's why. What happens is Pinterest, I guess you could say it reads your mind. It knows what you're looking for. When you start typing in, you know, kitchen cabinets or chicken recipes, it knows exactly what you're looking for. And if you are smart with your marketing, you can understand the concept of what your clients are looking for. Let me put it in a new way. So recently we created this sheet called the customer avatar. And the reason that it's called the customer avatar is because I guess you could call it a client avatar or something like that, but some people refer to their people that they work with as customers versus clients. But it's really understanding, you know, who your ideal audience is. So besides just saying, you know, I use real estate examples so much around here. I try to like find some new ones just to get and show you what we're talking about, but we're going to use real estate today. Let's just say you're a real estate agent and you're like, I sell homes to everybody, right? I sell a condo, I sell a mansion, I sell a single family house, a duplex. doesn't matter if you're buying real estate, I'm your realtor. And I think that the problem with that is that when you speak to everybody, you speak to nobody. 
way. And because you don't have a specific message tailored for a specific audience, no one's going to want to resonate with the content that you put out there. But if you went through your avatar, if you're not familiar with an avatar, it's really just like the ideal persona of who you sell your stuff to, right? So who makes up the majority of my audience? It's the 80% of who I work with. And if you're new and you don't have that audience yet, it's the 80% of the people that exist in your sphere that are potential clients. Let me give you another idea just to kind of hone this in. When we had our real estate team and we were selling houses, we decided to look at all the people that we were working with, all the people that were currently on the market selling houses because we wanted to get a good idea of who was selling their house at that time so we could create content for them, right? So we went back through the last 100 transactions of that month and we said, okay, what's on the market right now? Who are these homeowners? Why are they moving? What do they look like? What are their personality traits? For most of them, they were in their 70s. They'd owned their home for you know 10 to 15 years. So we called it an average of 13. They were moving to a smaller house. So they owned a four-bedroom home. They were typically moving to a two-bedroom single level, like twin house or condo or something like that. So we started to identify and really understand who was selling their house at that time. And now we could craft content to them. If we just said, look, you know, if you're buying or selling a house, come to us. No one's going to come here. But if we put content out saying, you know, are you getting, I mean, I didn't put it this way, but are you getting older in age? Are you, you know, looking to downsize? You know, is your big house too much for you to handle anymore? Let us show you how to make life simple. Let us show you a home that's going to fit your new living standard that you're looking for. And that really resonated with who we were trying to speak with. So if you took that idea to your business and said, okay, who's buying my product right now? Or who needs my service right now? Let me try to identify who the 80% is. You know, what's out of a group of everybody, what's 80% of people doing right now that are buying my product or service? And, and how can I identify who they are? You know, are they in their 20s? Are they in their 40s? Are they in their 70s or 80s? Where are they in life right now? How many kids do they have? What kind of books do they read? What type of social media platforms are they using? Where do they consume their content? You know, do they work full time? Are they stay at home parents? Do they have kids that are in middle school? Right? All those kind of things. There's a bunch of questions. If you're interested in this avatar sheet that we created, we go through and ask you probably about 20 questions about your your potential client and what their goals are, what they're interested in, again, where they consume content, all this kind of stuff. It makes it really easy to fill out a form and really identify who your message needs to resonate with. And once you've done that, now you can go back and say, okay, what should I put in front of them? Right? So let's keep going with this real estate idea. I know that our 74-year-old clients, that was the average age of our clients, were not on Pinterest, but let's just say for a hypothetical scenario that that's where they were, right? Your clients might be 20 or 40 or 50 or wherever they are. If they're on Pinterest, this is what we've got to do. We've got to decide what are they looking for and, and how can we put something in front of them that's going to answer the problems that they have. So again, with us, our clients were looking to get out of their two-story home. They were looking to sell their dated house. They were looking to take all the equity that they had of the house, go buy something and easy to maintain property, right? They didn't want a yard. The HOA had to be amazing. They typically want wanted a single story so they could easily get around. They wanted to be able to just lock the door and go travel and see their grandkids and, and have that life that they've been waiting for. So that's the message that we crafted. So if you said, let's do that on Pinterest, how would you find these people, right? So one thing that Facebook is is doing right now is it's going through some massive changes. If you've been putting out uh, marketing right now, you realize that a lot of the interest-based targeting is going away. For a lot of my real estate friends, the, the whole platform changed a few weeks ago, meaning that if you're selling homes or you're offering some type of a property for sale or a mortgage for sale, you have to do things different. You have to play within their rules. We, as a, a marketing agency, actually market towards real estate agents and we're having issues just because 
because we're talking about real estate. So I imagine you as a real estate agent is struggling with this as well. Even if you're just trying to drive traffic to an open house or tell them about the parks down the street, because you mentioned real estate and because you're in that field, everything's changed. If you're in other categories, I know things are changing too, right? If you're a chiropractor and you're saying, look, you struggle with back pains or headaches or, or having a hard time walking. I've helped clients with, with that as well. And, and those kind of ads are getting shut down too. So you got to be kind of clever in how you reach people. So if you can't specifically target your audience based on what they're interested in or based on some patterns or habits that they've had on Facebook, here's the other tactic that you can do. Basically, you're going to go to Pinterest. You're going to advertise a hook. We call it a hook because you're getting them out of the platform. You're saying, hey, come over here. Follow me for a second. Let me just show you something else, right? So take that 74-year-old audience again. What if I had a article that was written about simple home living or maybe a new community that was being built that offered single level houses that were all two and three bedroom homes that, you know, patio houses, they call them sometimes. The HOA takes care of the whole entire yard around them. They don't have to mow the lawn. They don't have to prune the bushes. They don't even have to worry about painting the house or dealing with the roof, right? You answered all the problems. And if you know these things about your clients and you know the pains and the struggles of what they're going through, you're going to know these answers, right? If you're a chiropractor, you're going to know what pains, literal pains, your clients have. If you're a mechanic, you're going to know what about the cars that you work on people struggle with, right? If it's a Tesla, what's going on with a Tesla that I can solve the pains on? If it's a Honda or a Toyota or some other car, what are the things that people are bringing their car to me and saying, look, my car's broken. I need your help. Can you fix it? If you can fix that problem, that's the pain that they're going through. So find out the pains that your clients are going through and provide valuable content that solves these problems. So you go to Pinterest and you need a massively attention grabbing picture, right? Because that's what Pinterest is all about. It's about these little teeny thumbnail photos that show up on your phone or on your desktop if you're using it on there. But for the most part, it's small and you've got to get their attention. What's cool now is, um, I think it's been about a year, maybe 18 months. They rolled out the fact that little teeny thumbnail picture can be a video. If it's a YouTube video, it'll start to play. If it's another type of like, uh, um, I can't think of the word right now. Anyway, it'll play and it has the opportunity to capture people's interest too. So use the video aspect if you can. It could just be a meme. That's what I was looking for. A meme that's kind of like a short, you know, two, three second overlapping video. It could be a 10 second video, just something to get them to click. And you're going to want to give them something that they're looking for, right? The sponsored posts on face or on, sorry, I keep saying Facebook today on Pinterest are going to get them to hook. So you give them what they're looking for. You answer the questions that they have. Again, maybe you show a property that's in the area that they're looking for. So if you know the things that they're interested, that's why, what books are they reading? You know, what programs are they watching? What do they like to do for fun? What are their hobbies? What are their passions? What are their interests? You know, if it's, if it's the 70 year old grandparent, who's going to go visit their grandkids and they're retired in life, have pictures of, you know, elderly people with their kids. It's going to say, Oh, that's me. I can kind of picture that and I can see what's going on. You can show up in the areas that they're looking for. What doesn't work is saying, let me put an ad in the new kitchen area because they're probably not going to be remodeling their kitchen, right? Most of our clients, at least were, were owning their home for 30 years. They had no changes to their property. They weren't going to be remodeling their house. They liked it the way it was. So you got to put it in front of things that they're going to be interested in. What type of books are they going to be reading? What type of movies are they interested in? You know, maybe they're interested in cooking. Maybe they're interested in, in being outdoors and walking and working out. Find the places that they're going to be consuming content and you put those images in those places. Pinterest does a great job of really understanding their clients and knowing where they're looking and what they're clicking on and what's going to resonate with them. So again, if you have this image, you capture their attention, you get them to click on it, and now it takes them to something that's going to solve their problem, right? Maybe even the little title says um, single level properties in your area, right? Something that's going to, again, talk about it is you're not going straight for the clothes. You're not going straight for the, hey, pick me to 
to sell your house or pick me to show you how to buy a house. You're just giving them something that they're looking for, right? You're showing them a community in the area that offers what they're looking for. You're you're showing them how to fix their headache or how to fix their back pain or how to fix that spark plug on their car, how to do something that they're looking to solve right now. And it's going to be free advice that just kind of gets the ball rolling. It could be, could be a, a PDF that you show them. It could be a quick video that shows, you know what, if I'm a chiropractor, here's a couple stretches that I can do every single morning to kind of loosen up my neck and, and get the blood flowing, get my back stretched out. If I own my Toyota and I have a problem at a gas pump, every time I get gas, my car has a hard time starting. Here's a few tricks that you can do when you go to fill up your car with gas, right? Just give them something that's going to bring value to their life. It's going to show them that you're listening, that you understand their pain. When they click on that image and they go to your website and they read this blog or watch that video or consume the content that you're going to put in front of them, now you have them hooked. And this is where the Facebook element comes into it. Because Pinterest did such a great job of identifying who exactly you're looking for and you're able to put something in front of them based on what they've been searching for and the things that are interesting to them, now you can take them out of Pinterest. You have them on your website for a little bit. This is going to be some super deep uh, material for some of you guys, but you can actually install a Facebook pixel. Go Google it or YouTube it if you don't know what I'm talking about, but it's basically a way to track who comes to your blog, who comes to your website, who watches your content. And Facebook recognizes the people that are on that website and they say, hey, there's John Smith. John Smith was on that website. I know that they're a Facebook member. Now what you can do is you can go run Facebook ads and you can show them other content that they're related to, right? So you can retarget them on Facebook. You got to assume that these people who are on, pay- on Pinterest are also on Facebook. My point was that you weren't able to target them previously uh, or the way that you previously once did, right? I used to be able to target homeowners. I used to be able to target people who are interested in selling their house. I used to be able to put ads in front of people who had been to Zillow, who had been looking at new properties, who maybe thought about moving out of the area, whatever that may be. You can't do that anymore. So now by taking them to your website, you say, okay, this person's interested in single family houses. They're interested in moving out of their property and going somewhere a little bit simpler. They're interested in owning a new property. Let me show them something else. So now that you know that, you can put ads in front of them about properties. You can show them pictures of new homes. You can show them content that they're looking for, the properties that they might be interested in, the lifestyle that they want. If you're the chiropractor, right, and you took them to the the five ways to heal your back pain or solve that headache, now you can put into them, you know what, get a free consultation when you, you know, pay $29 for x-rays or something like that, right? You can get them into your system. You can get them to click, engage with what you have. So basically you're taking them from Pinterest, giving them what they're looking for, taking them to your website, which is going to show them everything that you offer, teach them something amazing. And if they don't take that offer, now you can retarget them on Facebook and engage them over and over and over. Kind of a complicated process to describe in video, but it works. There's a bunch of moving parts there. And I guess I just want to plant that seed in in your head to say, let me go figure out how to use Pinterest. Because I guarantee that most of you watching this have not ran an ad on Pinterest before. Super affordable. There's some amazing options that exist on there. If this is something that you're stuck with and you're like, Eric, I am down with this. I would love to figure out how to use Pinterest more in my business. Come to our Facebook page. Send me a message. You know, reach out to me. I'd love to spend a few minutes with you on the phone and see how we can help you explore those options and see what's available to you. The thing to consider is that, guys, we're in a very fluid marketing world. Things are changing and evolving all the time, right? Facebook changes their method, their craziness consistently. I will put it that way. Every week, there's some massive changes, updates, new ways they do things, new restrictions that you're going to have. If you're completely relying your whole entire business marketing plan on a Facebook strategy or something like that, you're going to lose eventually. You got to start getting other places. Pinterest has such a massive following right now. Instagram is so incredible right now for reaching audiences. TikTok's coming around, right? Snapchat had its day. It's still around. I wouldn't spend my effort right now on those two platforms, but they're growing bigger than 
them out, figure out how to use them. Don't avoid them. Use them if you know how to use them, but you know, be where your audience is. The other side of this is new toys and gimmicks are coming out, right? Amazon just announced this week that they're going to be coming out with glasses that you literally have reading glasses or vision glasses or sunglasses and inside the frame is going to be a microphone and a speaker so you can just talk to yourself and get data as you go through your life. Like that's the world that we're living in. Imagine the, and I'm not going to say her name because she's right over in the corner, the A-L-E-X-A device, right? Like, hey, tell me my morning update. Hey, tell me about houses that are available for sale in this neighborhood. Hey, you know, tell me how do I cure my headaches today, right? So many cool skills that are going to be coming out on these platforms that you can use to communicate with your clients over and over and over. Just guys, be fluid in your marketing. Consider what's available. Don't get stuck on one thing. Again, I remember I tell this story so many times and I know I'm just speaking to the real estate agents today, but guys, this message applies to all of you. I remember when I first got into real estate and I asked my broker, I'm like, hey, I'm ready. I'm hungry. I need to make money. What do I do? And they're like, are you good on the phones? And I said, kind of, I don't love them, but I'll do whatever it takes. And they said, great, go get a phone, get on the phone, start calling people and you're going to make a lot of money if you stay on the phone. And I did. I called and called and called like seven hours a day. And the reason why is because I listened, right? I'm a, I'm a good person at taking direction. I can take that direction and, and follow you off the cliff if that's where you say to go. And I know in my business what I need to do and what to adapt on. I'm not just going to be a lemming and do that. But what I understand is that when people have had success, I will follow those clues and I will do exactly what they say. Problem with the phone is that it once was a super successful tactic and it still can be with the right process and the right system, but it's less effective than what's available today. What I found is that the phone is great for marketing when you have no other option. If your demographic is not on social media and they don't open emails and they don't listen to the radio and they don't open their mail and they don't do all these other things, then yes, maybe the phone is your only place, but people do open their emails. People do look at social media. People do consume content on Netflix and YouTube and all these other places. People do listen to the radio. People do read their mail. So with all these other things, you've got to consider, is the phone, being on the phone seven hours a day, my best use of time? What if I could automate something that maybe I spend a week or a month or several hours setting up and then I'm done and I just hit autoplay and it does its thing over and over and over and I just have to pick up the phone and answer it week after week and just keep taking those leads versus spending hours on the day trying to convince people to work with me. That's the type of marketing I'm talking about, guys. Have marketing that's scalable, that's automated, that takes you out of having to do it. If you're not there and you're not generating leads, you're done, right? If you are not on the phone, you're not going to be getting new business if that's your method. But if you can run Facebook ads and Pinterest ads and have email going out on a consistent basis to close your clients and you don't have to physically touch it and do something to get those leads, you win. I know that right now we have systems in place that if I'm sick for a week, like the leads will still come in. The content will still get put out there. Stuff will still be made. I still do my show, obviously, because I love talking to you guys and love bringing you value. But I know that if this show disappeared, we still have enough systems in place that, that we would keep bringing in new clients and have more work and stuff would become, come along and show up for us. That's the kind of systems that you need. So appreciate you guys being here. Appreciate you enjoying this journey. Stop scrolling through the chicken recipe. Stop scrolling through all the amazing photos on Pinterest. If you are going to scroll through them, start noticing the ads. Start noticing the little subtleties that are there. Seeing what people are clicking on. Seeing what gets your attention. Seeing the photos that are going to get you to click on there. Notice the ads, right? They're a little bit different. They have a little bit of value. Figure out what they're doing and, and mimic them. That's one of the things that I've learned a long time ago is that when you see success, mimic it. You don't have to copy it word for word because that's plagiarism, but see what they're doing. See the principle behind it. See how they're finding success. Go 
explore. Go down that rabbit hole for a bit and just see what they're doing because success leaves clues and they'll show you how to do it as well. All I know is that Pinterest is an unbelievable platform. You can find some massive success on it. It's very affordable, not competitive at all right now, um, and it could change your business. So that's my message for you guys today. Looks like I've had a few people check in here, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching, as always, and staying stay until the very end. We do a lot of long-format shows, and I appreciate you guys showing up every week, uh, consuming that content. Again, if you're interested in the podcast, go check out iTunes and SoundCloud and, and all the great podcast platforms out there. Our YouTube channel, if you're watching that on uh, this on that right now, I'll have all the links down below. If you're showing up live, thanks for being here. If you're not live and you're listening to this on the podcast, come check out the live show. It's a lot of fun to watch. It happens around here. Guys, I appreciate you. Have a great Friday. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you next week on the Ask Eric Hammond Show. Till then, bye, guys. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on today's show. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to get these podcasts delivered to you every week as we share strategies on how to grow your business with social media. I'm Eric Hammond with the Orange Stack. We'll see you next time. Oh, 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 o